0: Media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Gardner. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107.
1: The second half of the media show. We're going from 8 to 10 every Sunday. You know that. Thanks for getting us trending once again. That happens when... Enough people like yourself, uh, you know, tweet, comment uh, using hashtag media show. So, the many people have contributed to that. Uh, let me thank you on air, if not on uh, on Twitter as well, which I may well do later on as well. Right, if you wish to comment on other issues, SMS is 34701 on air uh, to get on 0891104207. If you're tweeting to me directly, it's Ashraf Garda, otherwise also SAF Radio, but that hashtag media show is really important. And by the way, just your thoughts. On some of the adverts We'll be talking about The McDonald's advert Coming up just now uh, Give me your thoughts On that one uh, And there's, there's some other adverts That you Have you seen the latest Spine But I wonder what your thoughts Are around that one there And uh, yesterday I tweeted with, with great interest A point that I want to Get your thoughts on I asked When it comes to Personal branding Give me three words that. Describes you And I'm talking about just you personally So personal branding Three words that describe you Uh, And you can tweet it As well as SMS But the other one is To extend the discussion of personal branding Personal company branding Think about a company brand Whichever one it is It could even be talking about newspapers now Let's talk about the the, the Argus in in, in Cape Town Or the Star in Joburg for example And if I gave that name to you And said the star Three words that you could use to describe that particular newspaper. I'd love to know where that goes, so feel free to do just that. Right, so every Sunday around 9 o'clock we have a thought leader discussion, and uh, today it's the turn of Dr. Iqbal survey, who's the chairman of the independent newspapers. Iqbal, I appreciate your time. Hi.
2: Morning, Ashraf. Thank you so much for having me on the show.
1: Well, it, it's been that long, long delay. Let me, let me put it that way. It should have been on like a year ago. As <laughs> I'm <It's, it's why laughs>
2: I'm, I'm, I'm here at your invitation, So Well, well, there you are. <laughs> I, 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 you I, want I to invite me. I'm very happy to be on your
1: show. Well, I have to tell you, my, my, my cousin, uh, through, through marriage, uh, is part of the Independent Newspaper Group, and I I certainly check, and he talked to me about with great enthusiasm about where you go. I'm talking about Mohammed Dula, okay? So uh, we we chat oh, extensively, uh, yourself very, and we and we check, and we have an interest in media for for years. So there we are. L- let's talk, however, uh, about um, well, first of all, let's just get this right. In terms of the Independent Newspapers, we, which are the newspaper titles that form part of your group? Well,
3: we
2: have uh, we did a calculation the other day. In total, we have 24 titles. So we, uh, that's excluding our community newspapers and excluding online and magazines, of course. And, uh, and if you go by region, the major, <laughs> the major titles in KwaZulu-Natal are, of course, the Mercury, the Daily News, the Sunday Tribune, Isolesi, which is the biggest newspaper in South Africa and Zulu, mm-hmm. and also the Post, uh, the Independent on Saturday. And then on, in Gauteng, it is the Star, the uh, Saturday Star, the Pretoria News, the Saturday, the Saturday Independent, uh, uh, Saturday Star, sorry, and the Sunday Independent. Uh, uh, and in Cape Town, of course, it's the, uh, the Cape Times, the the Argus, the uh, the, the Voice, uh, the, the the communities, uh, the, the weekend Argus, uh, Sunday Argus. So, so all in all, I mean, there's about uh, I've I'm sure, TFA. I've left quite a few. Mm, mm, mm. There's the Independent World of Work. There's the African Independent. There's uh, anyway. It's about it's about 20, 20, 20, okay. and I mean they, they, They're
1: all very very significant. Largely metropolitan areas. Besides the fact that also the the growth in terms of uh, indigenous languages uh, is at the forefront. And and that's interesting because one of the points that got me to wanting to talk to you now is, is your Pronouncements on on black media ownership in in South Africa. So so so, give me the one liner first up. W- what are your thoughts about black media ownership uh, of of the newspaper industry in in our country?
2: Uh, well, I think it's regrettable that um, the only large black owned and controlled media company in the country today, both in terms of ownership, in terms of management. Uh, in terms of the top structure, is independent media, and that's, uh, you know, 22 years into our democracy. And by and large, the ownership patterns of the large media houses, in particular in print, remain very much the same. Naspers, you know, came out of the Bruderbond, Media24, Naspers still remains really wide, no matter how they try and, uh, you know, present it. Times Media Group is controlled out of London by Black Star, duxton is still controlled you know essentially by the same grouping so uh we're the only ones that have really uh you know changed uh, the ownership uh, structure and pattern and of course that's what's made us stand out uh, in the media space today
1: so so why then does that come across from your side as a as an observation stroke complaint or just just a point to make versus saying, if we're the only ones, just be quiet because we have a niche and we we know what we're doing. Why why should we share the recipe no, with others?
2: N- not at all. Look, I mean, the, the ownership pattern didn't change until, you know, I bought the independent media group uh, in the end of 2013. Uh, up until then, the establishment, which was really rooted in the past, uh, thought that media... Should be their exclusive domain, in particular large media they didn't mind smaller media, and so when we acquired independent media they they launched a hysterical campaign against us, which continues today uh, against independent media, simply because we dared to change the ownership pattern of the media industry, but of course it's not just the ownership pattern that has changed with us. It's also the the narrative, the storytelling, the accuracy, the diversity of our voices and, of course, our management and editorial teams. And that, I think, has frightened the heck out of our, our competitors.
1: Because you, you make the point and I'll come calls in just a moment. You make the point about media ownership and media control, you know, Why would that matter to to many people with regard to uh, South Africa's transformation agenda? What I'm saying, the ownership is one aspect, and I think, yes, you're quite right. There needs to be changes with regard to ownership, but for the majority of South Africans who are employed... Do they really care that Iqbal surveys companies involved uh, in in owning this this particular newspaper group or do they care more about the fact that actually uh, I I can read as a consumer or I have a job in in that field? As long as that job is professional and can make an impact, that's fine.
2: Look, uh, media ownership and its impact is multifaceted. But uh, let me address the one critical question. There's this notion that uh, if you're a media owner, there's a separation, in fact, from what is uh, being written in your title. But that's not true. The reality is that organizations such as Naspers uh, and Media24 had their editors sitting in the apartheid-era cabinet with the Birka and, of course, came out of that uh, you have the former editor of the Sunday Times, Precious Meinberg, who was, in fact, a security police spy, a high, highly placed spy. So all of these new and Caxton and came out of the information scandal with Eshel Rudi, all of these entities um, have a particular viewpoint of the country. And, of course, they select the editors, and those editors make sure that a particular narrative I would say that over the last two couple of years, we've seen increasingly uh, that grouping being asked for regime change in our country. Now, where that's relevant is that, and very relevant to the consumer, is that, uh, is that we have emphasized independent the following. One, our news must be accurate. It must be fair. It must give all sides. And, therefore, the South African consumer, or the reader or the viewer is entitled to see all points of view, not just a singular point of view. Secondly, our stories or our narratives or our content has to reflect our diversity of our society, the rich and the poor, the rural and urban, black and white, uh, if you like any religion. And that's really important. And lastly, we've approached uh, the media from a solutions-driven perspective in that how do we help our country Uh, to go forward and hence the Stop Racism campaign. We're the only group that has done that. And, of course, we've broken ranks with the other large media groups because we've dared to give the consumer and the reader. We don't believe our role should be the call for the regime change in this country. Our Mm. competitors do that every day. Our role is to inform the public so the public can exercise their democratic right whichever way they feel. Uh, they
1: would like. All right. H- hold that thought about, about your your overall role. I'll get back to that in a minute. If you just tuned in, well, you should never just tune in late. The media show happens every Sunday from 8 to 10 now, not 8 to 11, from 10 o'clock onwards. There's a fascinating sh- uh, multi-faith show coming up, so listen out uh, for that. For now, it's Dr. Ibarth Thurber, who's with me, the chairman of the Independent Newspaper Group, and I can make the assumption that uh, if you are certainly in most parts of South Africa, certainly in the metropolitan regions, there's a very, very, very good chance that one of the newspapers you're reading would belong to the Independent Newspaper Group. Let's get calls uh, short and sharp. If you come on, quilt, please. Uh, Mike, uh, Mike from Newlands, go ahead. Hi. No, we'll get you. Okay, hold it. We'll get to Mike morning. in just a uh, is, is that Mike? No. Okay, Mike. Ma- well, can you hear me now? Yeah. Who's that? Is that Mike? Hey, yeah. It's Mike from Newlands. All right, Mike, go ahead.
0: Yeah. Thank you, thank you, and good morning, Dr. Surf. I just want to say that, uh, look, I probably disagree 100% with everything Dr. Surf says, but I'd say that the credibility of the newspaper is so important. I lived through the struggle. I was part of the struggle. Uh, the Cape Times, amongst other papers, was probably the bravest newspaper around with, with, uh, with Mr. It was, uh, Mr. Hurd, who was the editor. And today, it's an absolutely shocking newspaper. And I'll give you an example. It ran an eight-month story, uh, rubbishing Premier Zilla, a completely unjust, untrue story. It was concocted from beginning to end. I've, I've, as an ex-reader of your paper, I was waiting for consequences. There were, of course, no consequences at all. And uh, you are still to publish the apology in its full. Now, for... For that to do, to do that to the Cape Times, which had all the credibility in the world and could have really brought. A different angle of the story, which I was so looking forward to, getting more African in its news coverage, I've completely disconnected uh, disc- disc- I don't have that newspaper anymore. And I've had it banned from two of the clubs I belong to. That's all I could do because you took one thousand one hundred twenty rand off me. Also, I want to say just quickly, in terms of editors, yes, you can you can point to people in the apartheid era that were not honest, and some of them did work as spies. But generally speaking, the press in uh, in South Africa was incredibly brave, and I just don't think it's fair because you guys are completely owned by the group, there's the ANC, and the Chinese. So I fail to see where this ethical connection is. Okay. Thanks, Thank you very much, I,
1: thanks Thanks for that, Mike, in, in Newlands. We'll get to Solly in just a moment. Maybe, I think just quick response to Mike.
2: Well, you know, that's exactly the kind of thing that we we, we are up against, you know, people talking absolute nonsense. Uh, Mike doesn't have his facts correct. Uh, the first thing is that the only newspaper in South Africa that has increased its circulation out of all the newspapers not just in the independent group, consistently is the Cape Times. And I'm very proud of the fact that the Cape Times editor is, in fact, a former M.K. Gugler. And I'm very proud of the fact that the Cape Times editor is brave and that he has repositioned the paper. So previously, when we took over the, the independent group, the Cape Times was principally sold in the southern suburbs of Cape Town and the Atlantic Seaboard, which we know, of course, is 80% privileged whites like Mr. Mike of Newlands. Mm -hmm. The reality is today the Cape Town is bought across the breadth of Cape Town, including Kailicha, Mitchell's Plain, uh, the the northern suburbs, the Afrikaner suburbs, as well as the, the, the Atlantic. So despite what Mike says, the editor is absolutely right. He is positioning his content to address the needs and requirements of the entire population of Cape Town. So, so, you know, this is exactly the kind of hysterical nonsense that we have to face up as independent newspapers okay. that white, that claim, that claim that the, the, the media during apartheid I just pointed out that Tertius Myberg was a security police mm, spy mm, and mm, he mm. compromised many of his journalists. If you read um, I think John Harrison's book, you know how many journalists at the Sunday Times he had compromised? Now space itself, their editors sat in the meetings of the Budapon. They sat in the meetings Okay, but surely of you don't you don't you don't you don't
1: necessarily government. want to be compromised because others have been compromised, do you?
2: No, Of course not, and that's why our contract with our editors is that they must be accurate, they must be fair, they must be balanced, they must give all points of view, and they are measured on that kind of tone. And that is why the only media group in this country, according to the circulation figures that were released on Thursday last week for this quarter, that has consistently showed, by and large, in almost all of our titles, an increase in circulation, is in fact the independent media group. Every single other major media house in this country took a hammering. Sunday Times dropped their circulation by almost 60,000. Yeah, yeah. Guardian great. went up from
1: a very low base, I know that. Okay, let, yeah, let's move our, on.
2: Our group, we have, you know, we have Ashraf, we have 60% of English language newspapers in this country. By and large, the majority of our titles show English, which tells you that we are doing something right, which tells you that people are beginning to see the honesty, the truth, the angles that we are coming in
3: from—are okay.
1: really and, and yet you actually made the, the point that that, people, that, that that critics attack you. We'll get to that in a second. I want to just run through the other callers too. Uh, Solly is in Cape Town. Hi, Solly. Uh,
3: Hi, morning, Ashraf. Yeah, good morning, to you, morning uh, Iqbal. First of all, congratulations for Iqbal for breaking ground that nobody allowed him. Mike is just one of those typical guys that has an onslaught every day to anything that is not white and that's not DA, but that's another point. All I wanted to say is that nothing is discussed about NASPERS, how they made the wealth. They come on the station with you, with Kexton and everybody, how they swallow up small people. They are not reprimanded for that. They go on unabated doing what they want. But the sad comes under everything that's left. But let me tell you what your earlier uh, uh, interviewer said.
0: Mm-hmm. If
3: the product does not deliver, the consumer will punish you. And that's what it's all about. Mm. You carry on the great work. And I ask you, Ashraf, who are fantastic in what you do. It's time you brought NASCAR to tell us where the wealth came and how they maintain it and catch them. How they're destroying every small newspaper in the country? Okay, carry on, my brother. Both of I've, you are doing. A sorry, good
1: I've job. noted that and and will certainly follow that up. Thank you for that, uh, Solly in Cape Town. In fact, we had Mike, another Mike who's who's just gone. Uh, there's a there's an SMS from Sig. I just want to read in a moment. Uh, let me just get to that. Okay, we'll do that in a second. Chatting to Doctor Igbal. Survey was the. Chairman of the independent newspapers And by and large, just to get from a listener Point of view, although we've sort of sidetracked Slightly broad discussion is around The issue of black ownership Of South African media And uh, the point made by Val Survey That in fact, by and large, that His group is the only one that is black owned And controlled, many others don't fall into Those categories, and that is an indictment Of where we are in South Africa, we'll get to further Thoughts on that right after this
0: 105.8,
1: the home of SAFM in
0: Nice. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader.
4: Did you know that the Constitution of South Africa protects the rights of women against abuse and discrimination? Make use of the Constitution and claim your rights as we commemorate the 60th anniversary of Women's March. Report gender abuse and discrimination by calling 0800 007709 or visit the Gender Commission website on www.cge.org.za. This initiative is supported by SABC Foundation. Faith, by definition, is abstract, intangible, and purely predicated on belief. That effectively means we cannot have facts, at least from that perspective. The fact of the matter is, you do believe in whatever you believe in. And so it is that fact that we will be engaging on our show, Facts of Faith. Our new faith show on SAFM from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Sundays. Join me, Naya Pondona, on Facts of Faith.
0: The strength of a woman should never be underestimated. You strike a woman, you strike a rock. SAFM, honoring the women of yesterday, today, and tomorrow.
1: So, did you know that the fastest way to pay or renew your television license is with your favorite electronic device? Of course, things have changed, and you know that. So, the website is paymytv.coza. Go to that. There's also, you're in line to get some free rewards as well. And if you do that and you download the XME app, you can get funeral cover for 7,500 rands. T's and C's apply. TV licenses, more rewards, making a difference. Media at SAFM with Ashraf, Ashraf Ghada,
0: exploring every media platform and industry, only on one hundred four to one hundred
1: seven. Well, yeah, Tonya Kurić coming up just now with the Media Week in numbers. Looking forward to that point about you know just just we just caused we just had the biggest media coverage in the world, uh, Olympic Games versus whatever else I don't know. And talking about media coverage, we know the English football season has just started, a massive transfers. Uh, the big question really is, what is the impact that sponsors have? On Football Transfer Market story goes, uh, Paul Pogba, the world's most expensive footballer, uh, is sponsored by Adidas. Adidas sponsors Manchester United. Who has an impact on what? We'll talk about that in five minutes' time. Really important discussion there. Iqbal Survey, however, is with me. He's the chairman of the Independent Newspapers. You made the point, and I'll get to see in a second, uh, about you've been under attack from... You know uh, some of the other media houses. What are they attacking you about, and, and why? Why are you concerned about that?
2: Well, I, I think they are concerned. That's what they're attacking us. The reality is that we are having a huge impact, not just in terms of the commercial environment. You know, competing well against them, we've taken advertising market share more than 12% from our competitors last year. We've increased our circulation by and large in most of our titles, whereas our competitors have declined significantly—not just declined, but declined significantly. But more importantly, we are beginning to tell the stories of all South Africans, and because of that, there's been a highly concentrated and 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 um, public relations-run, very well-resourced and funded campaign, with the Genesis. Of course, part of that Genesis being in. Uh, in our competitors, part of it being in the Democratic Alliance. And uh, because, you know, before we took over the business, the DA virtually controlled independent newspapers, independent media. Helen Villa could walk into the newspaper house in Cape Town and demand not only that they write what she wanted them to write, but even demand that they take photographs which, which presented them in a very good light. Today, nobody can do that. Okay, no but, but the flip department. side
1: may well be from your critics that, in fact, you do the same, being uh, an ANC-aligned newspaper group or, or, or person individually. Your, your thoughts on that?
2: Not if, you, not if you look at the stats. If you look at what Media, Tenor and many others will tell you that are, in fact, right now they will tell you that the majority of our publications are still, more broadly speaking, uh, uh, in support of the DA, are highly critical of the of the ANC, and and you decide to read it every day. The point is not whether we it's not whether we are supportive or, or or critical. The point is, are we reflecting the accuracy of what is taking place? Are we giving our readers the you know the news as it is, not censored, not in any way filtered? In the past, you could get away by doing that under the Irish ownership of independent. Today. Our editors know that we, we we pride ourselves on our editorial integrity. We pride ourselves. And that, you see, is not what our competitors are doing. Our competitors have made a decision, whether they are TMG or NASPACE or Taxton, uh, or you know, they've made a decision. They want to remove the ANC government from power, and hence they've launched that campaign. We, we do not partake in such things. That is the democratic right of people to do. We must not be involved in such things. We must simply report the news okay. are you? Are you, if, if, a if they've time made time, the
1: decision, you, and I'll get to Sig in a second, uh, you made the point that you've made a decision just to reflect. You, you haven't then made the decision to entrench the ANC in power.
2: Not by any means, and you're more than welcome to speak to any one of my, I've been more than 24 editors in this group. They will tell you exactly. In fact, like Kevin Ricci wrote a wonderful piece Uh, uh, not a long time ago, the Ed of the Star, where he said, when I appointed him, and remember I appointed to White Ed of the Star. Mm -hmm. When I appointed him, he wrote this. He said, I was shocked when Doc said to me, do not take party political sides. Do not get involved in any factions. Just reflect the news accurately and let's build our editorial integrity, so that people buy our newspapers, look at our sites online, look at our videos online, because they can trust and believe in what we are doing. That okay. is why our circulation is increasing, because people, you know, the public are not stupid. Okay, the
1: public got that. Let, let, to me, let, let me squeeze in one quick call. Uh, Cillian Randberg, go for it, hi.
4: Hello. Uh, thank you very much, Ashraf. Ashraf, uh, uh, the transformation of South African media has to take place with honesty and integrity. And, and this is not what I saw happening with the independent group who, who got... Huge sums of money. The, the one was, I think, twenty percent was financed by China. R- Red communist. Okay. China. Why is why, it why dishonest? What, and, and, what I'm saying,
1: say, uh, just just hear me out quickly. Uh, clearly, in in, in in democratic South Africa, you can get funding from wherever as long as it's not illegal, isn't it?
4: No, no, but it is illegal when it gets when it's exorbitant amounts of of, of millions uh, 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 that were filched. I believe filched from the public investment corporation, uh, which which actually paid for this for okay. Sigunjalos Sig- and 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 then they corrupted the Cape Times. Uh, they fired the editor who was honest, and and they uh, and they uh, uh, they prostituted. Journalism at the Cape Times, okay. which is now going to be going to the dogs altogether. It's going to be incorporated in the Argus. And what well, is right, becoming six, six, of Sig, Hold personal. it! I, I
1: heard what you said. Let's get a response. Strong words, right? Igual, you've got 30 uh, seconds to respond you know, to that. You know,
2: yeah. you know what? What this gentleman has just said is Donald Fraser's wet dream in an article in the Cape Messenger, where he bizarrely claims. For some reason, you know, that the Cape Times and the Argus are to be merged. What a load of rubbish. And again, the gentleman who just spoke, he doesn't talk about the fact that the biggest investment of NASPES, Meter24, is Chinese into the, into not just the tens of billions, the hundreds of billions. The Chinese are the biggest investors in the U.S. We have a minority Chinese investment. By the way, the Public Investment Corporation is a $1.8 trillion fund. It has invested in Caxon much more than, than independent, in Naspers much more than independent, in Times Media much more than independent. Yet these dishonest critics of independent don't point those facts out. Again, I want to point out that I'm very proud of the editor of the Cape Times. His circulation is growing these advertisers
1: mm, are going mm. in. Okay, you're, you've made that point. You've made that point. Just two things before I let you go. Iqbal just sat. That's the other Iqbal, the I think from the Media Review Network, if I if I stand to be correct. They're saying uh, to ask you, how has he overcome economic threats of sabotage by corporate advertising uh, regarding content disliked by, by them? Just talk to me about that. That is
2: probably the biggest threat that we face, is that we face the threat that corporate Essays that are aligned in a particular direction would undermine the advertising base of our group. You know, of course, we have today got less government advertising than when the Irish and independent, which is the ultimate irony. These critics all said government would advertise with us. Government hasn't advertised with us. If anything, government advertises with the Times Media Group, with Media24 and with the New Age Group. They're not advertising with us because we are very critical of what government is doing and we are very independent. At the same time, we, we you know, we are running uh, our business commercially. We are fighting hard our advertising teams. We have great teams of people. And last year we took 12% more advertising uh, from uh, away from our competitors. But, of course, it's difficult when there's an agenda run by certain people, like the very privileged select few in Cape Town, the white privileged select few, but live on the Atlantic and Southern seaboard. How, how, do, you they, how do you know they agenda? have an agenda? Oh, it's very clear. Mrs. Zilla, writing a newsletter every second week, she, she tweets X, Y, and Z. She's banned our newspapers. I mean, talk about democracy and liberalism. Here you have a DA who has banned the subscriptions of our titles okay. from the newspaper? We, we need uh, to wrap uh, up. Another, to
1: we to... need to wrap up. Just a quick one, regarding that earlier comment about uh, Zilla that, that was mentioned by, by the first caller we had, just your response to that about, you know, the, the, the Zilla being the spy. Just comment on that and what happened.
2: Look, Zilla took a complaint to the public ombudsman, which is correct, and uh, of course the public ombudsman in this particular instance found that the Cape Times editor has to publish an apology with regard to, I think it is a headline. But in 90% of cases that the DA and Zilla took to the public, I mean, we have one. The editor of the Cape Times is right. But that is okay. It's okay if an editor gets something wrong, he has to apologize. That's part of democracy. That's why we are part of the process. Mm-hmm. But to take a single isolated incident and suggest that is the norm is again uh-huh. hypocrisy. And-